0: I always have like a dude I'd be talking Listen, to. Yeah,
1: it's okay that but you're no, straight. But I'm And like, you don't have to force it.
0: <laughs> no, but like I wish I had the experience of hooking up with a girl once. It's not too late, honey. But you're it's not too late. I'm 27, I am 27 and you're
1: on a reality show about getting drunk. Okay? <laughs> you can go hook up with a girl. It's not that fucking hard. Welcome to Burning
0: What's up, guys? You know where you are. We're back in hell. It's hot in here today. I'm with one of my great friends, Allie Colbert. You may have seen her on The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon, pretty legit, True TV's Comedy Knockout, NBC Bring the Funny, or hosting Verizon Build Brunch series literally every morning. I don't know how she gets up. Most people know her, though, from really funny videos we wrote. And acted in together on my Instagram, but on your Instagram, yeah, which is a fire, by the way, at Ali Colbert. Thank you're you. You're kind of blowing up.
1: Oh my God, stop it!
0: I actually found you. I discovered you. You discovered me because you do these little videos that are like. How a girl talks to her gay best friend and you just rant and go on and it's so hysterical. And I was working for Betches at the time and I was like, I need her talent.
1: Oh my god, thank you. That's right.
0: I was obsessed like I was a fan. I
1: was like, That's so nice of girl. you. And now look at you. You're like an
0: Academy Award
1: winning schmata. I mean that's what
0: it should say on my Instagram bio, to be honest. I mean, honest.
1: seriously.
0: But your Instagram bio says you're a stand up comic mm-hmm. and a professional warrior. Yeah. How did you become a professional warrior? I'd like to know.
1: I think that you are just born a warrior. Like, I'm, you worry, right? You have anxiety. Yeah, of course. All the time. Isn't that this what this podcast is about? Having a Xanax with Hannah Burner? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I'm nervous all the time. I just have anxiety about everything. And I feel like that's kind of why I went to comedy. On it's just stage, you
0: are so confident and cool. I am so not feeling that inside, though then why would you force yourself to do the most anxious-inducing thing? Do you know that public speaking is the scariest thing to, like, majority of the world? It's sick. Are you a masochist?
1: You know what? I used to feel, when I just started doing stand-up, like, seven or eight years ago, Mm -hmm. I used to have, like, a show on my calendar, and I would just think about it going into the show, like, for, like, a week ahead of time. I'd be like, I have a show on Sunday. Or, like, I'd be like, I have a show next month. (laughs) And just, like, not breathe. And, you know, you do it so much that you kind of, like... Inoculate. Um, okay, that's a large
0: word for this podcast. You know C- what I'm talking down. about.
1: Okay, for the for all you
0: Bernies out there, <laughs> I
1: feel numb to it, bitch. You get me, Bernies.
0: <laughs> I love how you're t- giving my fans names. What I do like you call that. them, little burners? I actually call them the little devils. <laughs> oh, what's up, my little devils? <laughs> <laughs> I love this. What is this voice coming out of nowhere? She's like, I'm really shy and nervous. What's up, motherfuckers? <laughs> um, you recently have a very big comedy accomplishment for people who know New York City comedy to get past, which which means to get approved to perform at the comedy cellar is what how would you describe the accomplishment in a comedian's career
1: um for me it was always the thing that I I needed to do one day and I had to do one day and that that was like the the biggest landmark of like you are a stand-up comic
0: so it's happened
1: how do you feel it, you know what? It's so weird. It's kind of like when you, well, there's a couple of things to it. It's <laughs> like when you, I I was obsessed with getting getting Instagram followers for the last like three years and like having a bit of a personality on Instagram. And it's like, As soon as you get more followers, you it's like not as fun anymore. (laughs) Like
0: do you know what I mean though? Like like in college, getting into the bar when you're underage was so fun and all you do is want to go to the bar. The second I turn twenty one, people like want to go out and I'm like, no.
1: No. Or it's like it's like, oh my God, I can't wait for the day that I can get ten thousand likes on a post. And then it's like, no, I want a million. Like you just (laughs) you never stop wanting the next set. The thing about the comedy seller though is like I'm the I'm one of the newer people there, you know, obviously, and I'm kind of like the low man on the totem pole. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to like find a way of flying under the radar, but also being grateful and friendly and striking a balance socially there and also doing well on stage. So it's kind of like a new place of work, a new social scene. Yeah, like, you
0: have to be like nice to people.
1: Yeah, you have to be, you have to be nice to people. You want to be professional, but, but you, you also do don't well. want
0: them to walk all over you.
1: Yeah, so, you know, that's, like, with any new group of people, I think people feel that way. And especially the added element of, like, you can be friendly and professional to
0: everyone, but then you need to prove yourself on stage every night there. How do you act when you see, like, stars come through, like, Jim Gaffigan or Chris Rock or Aziz Ansari?
1: Um, I mean, I just don't do anything. I just don't engage. It's not my, really, place to, to go up. And I don't go up and talk to them. Sometimes the comic stable is filled with people that, like, I don't know all of them so i just kind of like sit on another table <laughs> but the thing is like if you've seen crashing on hbo yeah. and they like portray like the stand-up scene and everything like that there's not just w- there's one table for comedians but comedians sit at a bunch of different yes. tables so there's people
0: are finding their their niche and their spot and you know I'm- this is a great example of i always think don't put the dream on the pedestal if you, the dream seems so amazing it becomes unattainable in your mind so it's like you deep down believed you could do it
1: yeah I, I I knew I could do it one day I thought I didn't know when and in this situation certain things led to other things which allowed me to audition and allowed me to get in so then mm-hmm. I started doing the thing in my head where I was saying this is too early I'm not ready this this was imposter the timing. syndrome you know but now I'm trying to just
0: live up to that every time But I also think how you said a couple things had to happen for you to get this audition. And that meant you had to put in the work in certain ways. And a lot of the time with your dream, you don't just get it. You get it because you're putting yourself out there in so many other ways, which you've, I mean, nine years and you're young.
1: Yeah, I'm 25, eight years, seven or eight years. I started doing it when I came to New York City to go to NYU. Mm -hmm. Were you at Tisch? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Is that bad? No, not at all. Where did you go to school? I'm just Go cool, University of Wisconsin. Go Badgers. Mm. What is your biggest insecurity? Oh my god. Yeah, we're getting we're going What's there. What's my
1: biggest insecurity? Cuz like
0: honestly, you're hot. You're like cute, little hot. Don't look at me like that.
1: I just don't feel that about myself. Um my biggest insecurity. Fuck, I have so many so it's hard
0: for me Let's to choose. Let's go. Right now. Let's do it
1: um you know what's interesting is i started doing
0: roast battles
1: <laughs> like a while ago and i'm really good at insulting people yeah i've
0: always been so good at it why do you think you're so good at it
1: i don't know i just it's just like a one thing that i'm good at
0: and can you when, insult me right
1: now no
0: i don't want to <laughs> um, you're like the podcast won't be the same it, after it, it'll be
1: fucked up but um and when i started doing the roast battles f- some people would attack me for my forehead this is a physical insecurity.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And now I've started to realize that, like, oh, my God, yeah, I have, like, a humongous forehead. And I'll get, like, direct messages being, like, you have a really big forehead. <laughs> and it's, like, there's nothing for you to do about a big forehead. I can't re- get a forehead reduction. You get bangs, which is worse. Which is worse. worse. I would be more insecure about
0: my fucking you, bangs. Everyone just make fun of you for getting bangs, and like, everyone be like, you, you okay? If you have bangs, fucking get help. Like, you either should fire your therapist or get a therapist if you have bangs
1: yeah it's really bad everyone i know with these bangs the straight severe across yeah what the fuck is going on
0: yeah it's i i thought it was cool at first when people cut them like too short and it looks like they just have so much fun and don't care about life that yeah. they'll fuck up their hair yeah and there's like a coolness about it it's like a messy bun haircut. That's cool. Something about not caring. Yeah, just but like this hard
1: line. The you guys can't line. see what I'm doing, but I'm, I'm
0: doing like a <laughs> visor with my hand. Yeah, and also it takes way too much effort in the morning to make sure that your hair is blown out like that yeah but tyra banks has a big forehead do you think i have a big forehead i don't think you have a big forehead at all i think you have a small forehead okay what did you know you had a big forehead until someone addressed it no i didn't know and then
1: people started saying you have a big forehead and then i looked at my mom and i was like okay this bitch is a six head (laughs) and then i was like oh shit like this shit's genetic and then i kind of sat down my mom i was like what's going on here and she was like i never told you but you have a fucking forehead that i could make a brick oven pizza on Like, it's not good. And I know this is just a physical insecurity. Like, everyone has emotional insecurities. Like, I don't think I'm good enough. I think I'm faking it all the time. That's my one thing. It's like, I'm miserable. I'm not creating good things. You know, that sort of thing. You don't have that insecurity?
0: I feel... I just have, like, a little gratitude that I'm, like, I'm so lucky Mm. that I'm not um, on the tennis court getting yelled at all day. Mm. So the fact that I can just be here talking shit with you just makes me happy.
1: Yeah. And
0: yeah I and I also I don't I also don't think of myself as great at anything I'm just like doing it right you're like my ego beach to, club. Yeah, I'm not attaching my ego to it where my ego was attached to my tennis like so, if I like I would if I had a match on next month against a certain girl I would just obsess about it. I'd be like if I lost to this girl were you playing I would in college kill myself. yeah I played in college like I'll kill myself if I lose to this girl. Not like, actually. If I Not actually, but... But well, maybe. Maybe. I mean, I've been in dark places where I'm like, I lost a match and I'll be like, I'm the worst tennis player that's ever even held a racket. Yeah. And you like convince yourself that. Oh,
1: oh my God. I mean, what happened this past week was I had a set at the Comedy Cellar and it was my mom and dad's first time going to the Comedy Cellar and seeing me there. And I was really excited about it and I got off stage and I did fine on stage, mm-hmm. but... I was on a lineup with some really heavy hitters and I got off and I thought, Oh, that wasn't that great and my mom came up to me and she was like, That was amazing and I was like, Really? It wasn't that good and she was like, No, it's good And I was like, It wasn't that good And then we kinda just created this narrative that I bombed that like <laughs> wasn't the truth at
0: all. You almost can create a story in your head Yeah that's not actually accurate if you let your brain go down that spiral.
1: Yeah, so I don't know how to stop the spiral, which is what I'm working on.
0: I just, this is what this podcast is about. Do you know how many comedians saw that photo of you at the cellar and were probably like, holy shit, I'm so jealous what my life must be like to be approved at the cellar?
1: It's so, I I understand what you're saying Mm -hmm. because I used to see photos and think the same thing, but it's like, it never ends.
0: That's the thing, it never ends. So that's why like, don't put your dream on the pedestal because the second you get that dream, the dream adds more stress. So
1: where do I put it?
0: In oh, the chair. Oh, where do you put your dream? The the thing is, is I don't think your dream should be result oriented. I think your dream should be the journey. The But but still the journey of like, oh, oh I'm not going to ever enjoy running a marathon. You want to end the marathon. I think it's more of like your goal is an internal thing. Mm. So your goal is not being approved of the seller. Your goal is to have fun when you go out there and not be judgmental. I Yeah. So like work towards that and while you're doing that, you're just going to get better at what you do.
1: Right. I mean, it's a, and I'm thinking this now just about what you said about that tennis match and leaving and wanting, I'm sure you love tennis, right? You yeah. loved it, loved it, loved it. Yeah. And when I got off stage the other night, I was thinking, oh my God, like I love, com- I love comedy so much. I'm like, Sometimes I feel the love back from comedy, but like comedy's not going to be there for me always.
0: You know what I mean? Like, yeah. just
1: like we have to find something else to give us that satisfaction in life.
0: Well, you once you let your dream control your happiness, that's when it starts getting dangerous. So, like with tennis, it controlled my entire mood. Yeah. So, like, if I lost, I'm depressed. If I won, I actually stopped being that excited. It's like with comedy, once you do well, you're like, yeah, I should do well. This is what I fucking do for a living. But then when you do bad, you're like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. So I wanted to get into something more creative because creativity is, there's like more control on your end to react to it differently. Yeah. Where tennis, you actually would walk off like, you're a loser, (laughs) Really? Like imagine if after your comedy, there was like scores and they're like, yeah, Ali, you fucking lost, you suck. Yeah. Go work on that. And you yeah. lost directly to that person over there who's giving jokes. Yeah. But I want you on because you're, you're actually like so young. You're one of like the fastest growing comics in New York City, I would say. Oh, thank you. And your content is so unique. And you're good. You're similar to me in that like you're good at the tweet game. You're good at hosting. You're good on Instagram. You're good at stand-up comedy, obviously. I feel like you can act. We have a similar
1: um, feed we do. In that we do, we do tweets. And we, we also
0: throw in a video. You know,
1: we, we'll throw in a nude, <laughs> two more tweets. Pet stuff. Pet stuff, a DM once in a while. Yeah. We kind of have a similar pulse on the Insta game. Yeah, And thank you for that litany of compliments.
0: So what do you think gives you anxiety day to day? Like what are some triggers for you besides stand up? I want to get to know you a little more because I know you purely on a professional basis. Yeah. I know like we just work together and hit it off professionally Mm -hmm. but i want to understand your brain out of outside of comedy
1: what gives me anxiety on a personal level one
0: thing i do know about you is that you're a little ocd how do you know that because i recorded Mm -hmm. it filmed at your apartment and it was gorgella
1: like sparkles i have have to be neat because uh, here's the thing i work at home and i write at home for a lot of the day yeah so, if there's a mess around me, I can only focus I can't focus on anything. Mm. So, I need the apartment to be neat. Other things that give me anxiety, I mean, god, I wish there were things other than comedy. Mm-hmm. Honestly, food. Mm. A lot of food anxiety and insecurities and um I like to call it
0: food noise named by Bethany Frankel. Oh, well, speaking of reality TV, we were talking before this about how like there's so much drinking on Summer House and eating. At random times that you shouldn't eat, and you were you were basically like, how would you deal with that? Yeah, it's very. I would imagine it's really difficult. I gained ten pounds last summer. That would make me not want to do the show again. See, my I feel like I mean I am bigger than you. Well, you're taller than me. <laughs> I'm five seven, and I I'm pear shaped. So like, and I'm five five. You're five five. five not
1: Bitches, you can't see me, cunts. <laughs> You little
0: burning cunts
1: <laughs> what are we
0: devil cunt <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so i gain all my weight in my ass and my thighs i told you my thighs were like touching down to my knee but most of the scenes were sitting so yeah and
1: i fucking gain weight in my fucking face and stomach like a pregnant
0: teen so but you are like you're a skinny girl no i'm tiny you're right? a tiny little bit. Literally, I
1: don't know anymore. I'm tiny.
0: Did you? Why do you think you get food noise to like to quiet the noise of actual issues you have?
1: Yeah, I think to quiet the noise of actual issues. Honestly, if you want to go into this into this really deep, are I you do. ready ready for this, my little burns? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is that when I was younger? I have Crohn's disease. Oh, I didn't and know that. When I was younger, I was I was really sick when I was first diagnosed. And how it, old? Uh. 12 or 13 and in order to um get myself into remission i was put on a steroid i was put on prednisone and because of it i gained a lot of weight back
0: it just like blows you up it totally
1: blows you up and like looking back like yeah i gained weight i mean i was never like obese but Mm -hmm. it was enough for like little me to be like whoa mama i'm big Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. and ever since then and i'm sure before then i had some insecurities about food i became like super in touch with how i looked and i was became obsessive with looking in the mirror and seeing if my face was swollen from Mm -hmm. medication and it's you're just like hyper aware of it hyper aware and this was
0: before the forehead issues so oh
1: my god yeah this was before that now look at i mean it's a whole thing it's
0: interesting that you said i became obsessed with how i look because not everyone i think looks in the mirror the same amount like i was obsessed with tennis so i would just i just cared about my performance and i looked like shit all the time because i was practicing no i know you i literally look like would, shit. i do and but i don't know it because i don't look in the mirror like, to be honest today, I put some mascara on in the subway because I thought I was disrespectful to you because of how bad I looked.
1: Oh, Mike, are you kidding me? No, came but like to I was in pajamas and like pumps one time.
0: True, that was weird. That was... And I apologize for that. <laughs>
1: <No>. <laughs> but I do think that God I. God bless you for, for feeling that free. I think that's liberating. It's, and I wish I felt that
0: way. If I were to look in the mirror a lot, 100% I could find things that are like weird about me. Mm-hmm. I just found out the other day, like, I have this bump on my nose that looks like a pimple, but it's just a bump. And my mom's like, do you want to get that removed? or something, I'm like, I didn't even know I had it. But like no one said anything. I don't really think it's a big deal.
1: It, it's not.
0: So I I just don't observe myself that much and I'm more so like on a date when I want to be confident I just literally imagine that I look like the hottest picture I've ever seen of myself. Mm. And I like walk in just feeling that vibe. But
1: then you literally become that. You do. Isn't and that people, amazing?
0: And even like your forehead. Mm-hmm. I don't see that you have a big forehead, but if you're like thinking about your forehead and putting that energy into the world of the insecurities of your forehead, people will be like, that girl's so insecure.
1: And I never even had an insecurity about my forehead, by the way. And I still feel fine about my forehead. But now look at me. I just fucking told all the little, the little <laughs> no, devils. it's your perspective. The-
0: they, they won't tell anyone. Don't worry. They're no, really I know. good about that. Yeah. But... Th- It's your perspective on it like I got told that I have a long torso in college and I had no fucking clue And sometimes I'll sit down and I'm really tall and I'm like everyone's thinking about how long my torso is Oh my god When no one is no one gives a shit
1: Yeah and that's like another thing that I think about is when I go on stage I always am thinking about okay what am I gonna wear and how am I gonna look A lot of my jokes I do about are how young I look or how I look in relation to this or that And sometimes I think if I wear a tight shirt that shows my cleavage Mm -hmm. Maybe they won't they won't pay attention to this or maybe Maybe they'll think it's not funny that I'm saying that, and I—that's another whole other thing that I do. I never want to wear too much makeup on stage. I don't wear bright colors on. Like I am Mm -hmm. always trying to like. Kind of just be like a vehicle for my jokes, which maybe that's wrong.
0: No, I think that's performative, and that's like you be caring about the details, and that's good. But also being able to separate your performance from like your identity in real life. Yeah. Um, going deeper into your identity in real life because we're digging. We're getting keep going. We're in the fire. You're like, this is good. This is good. This is good. (laughs) So, also, you identify as a lesbian.
1: I guess I'm. I just say I date women and men. So you've dated both. I've dated both. Should I just say that I'm a lesbian? I don't know. I don't know. Like, I don't know. I have a girlfriend. Yeah. I sometimes will say I'm bi and sometimes I'll say I'm gay.
0: Why do you switch it? Like, what's a different reaction when you switch it? Like, why like, would you? What kind of person makes you say bi versus gay? A guy that I want to fuck
1: makes me say bi. No, I'm joking. I just. Uh, <laughs> I was like, that's appropriate. I literally like, I'm so troubled by these. The categories i know everyone wants to put me in a category because yeah. it makes them feel so so good
0: yes but um i'm like frothing at the mouth i'm like i need to put you into a box you know what box do you want to be in i
1: don't like i don't i am i have a girlfriend now i've had a girlfriend in the past i've had boyfriends in the past i don't see myself being in a serious li- relationship with a man in the future but i wouldn't rule it out if my girlfriend not? and i weren't together but we are together um why not just because like i've met guys before that i really hit it off with and i've really connected with it do i prefer women yeah i think so i think i do but i'm not going to say no why do never. you prefer women i in the same way that you prefer men
0: mhm so it's like when you walk into a room mm-hmm. you will like get butterflies or notice like the girl you're into and like guys don't really do that for you totally absolutely cuz i always say like i'm i think female bodies are beautiful but i've never been like i want her to call me on the phone and talk for hours about nothing.
1: Oh my God, I mean, I'm just so attracted to women. I think women are beautiful and I love the way they think and they are. I mean, I think women are so superior and
0: spectacular. Agreed, but I also have been a lot better with realizing how special women are to me Mm -hmm. and how women will fulfill you in ways that men will not. I do think women are probably better at going down on you than men. Probably. I mean, the pro- definitely. Is the sex way better? They say lesbians have the best sex life because A, they have the lowest chance of getting an STD, and B, because you can both have multiple orgasms.
1: I mean, well, you can have multiple
0: orgasms if you're having sex with a man as well. But the man, like, well, especially he- if he's older, it's like one and done. Yeah. Is sex with Do women you think- better? Yeah.
1: I mean, I think for me it is. Yeah, I mean, I just, when I think about how I converse with a woman or how I converse with a man in that sort of like pre-date energy. Mm -hmm. Women are so much more complex and challenging and like that makes that whole process so much more exhilarating for me and I always found that with men it was so easy and it was never hard. I mean truly if you're a woman and you want to meet a guy I always feel like you can just all you have to do is go out and just kind of raise your hand and some guy will come like
0: <laughs> it's so easy so, like, no but the problem is finding a guy that you actually that care about totally and so that's like the difference where I feel like with girls the connecting part is a lot easier emotionally but it's like how who you want to actually spend right a long time with have you ever hooked up with a girl I've never hooked up with a girl which is
1: that's Which, kind of odd. I would imagine you have done that.
0: It's Well, I'm 27. Like, I've lived a long life. I think that <laughs> I... My problem... You're friendly <laughs> on any... I think it's... Uh... <laughs> my problem is I think I had, like, really lesbian friends in college because I was, I was an athlete. An athlete. So, like, I think if I hung out with more straight girls, there were more chances if we were to get drunk to be like, let's just, like, make out and see what happens. With my... St- you weren't attracted to the lesbians I on your
1: tennis team. I wasn't. It attracted sounds to lesbians, like they were like not your, and your type. And I also
0: wasn't attracted to the straight girls. And I just and I'm also I always have like a dude I'd be talking Listen, to. Yeah,
1: it's okay that but you're no, straight. No, but I'm and like you don't have to force it.
0: <laughs> no, but like I wish I had the experience of hooking up with a girl once. It's not too late, honey. But you're it's not too late. I am 27, 27. and you're
1: on a reality show about getting drunk, okay? (laughs) You can go hook up with a girl. It's not that fucking hard.
0: But, like, I want to be picky. (laughs) Like, I want to, like, find right girl for me. Well, maybe you should try that one time. (laughs) I just, um, sometimes, you know how you're like, I see a girl, and she's so complex her mind. I see a girl, and I'm like, yeah, I know all the shit going on in your head, because it's my head a lot Mm -hmm. of the time, and I'm, like, sick of myself, where guys are so simple and dumb that you're like, what's it like, like, not just like worrying about everything all the time and thinking that life is easy because you just have to like so you find talk. some sort of intrigue in the simpleness oh yeah
1: and also really, I mean, that's like you know loving a dog though
0: interesting because i do love cats i mean i love my dog and i've heard wonderful things about butter i've heard wonderful well i've met your You've dog met ellie ellie and i hit it off loves you loves, loves you loves you loves you you're in her will to be Two bones for you
1: so, the,
0: <laughs> two bones, <laughs> two bones for Hannah. And Burnett. she is um, gets very hungry and a little selfish about her food. <laughs> oh, so the fact shit. that she's giving me two bones, you know the drill. I'm gonna cry. I I remember animals better than people. It's my own issues. I do want to know though. Like you, are obviously, fem. Mm-hmm. Do you categorize yourself as femme? I don't want to. Sure. I don't want to. I don't want to name you. This is
1: like no. You don't. That's, yeah, I would okay. say that's accurate.
0: When you see a girl that you're into, do you have good gaydar?
1: My gaydar sucked until, you know what, my gaydar was a little off for like 15 years because I I didn't even know I was gay. So that thing was broken. I was like, this thing won't beep. And then I was like, beep, beep. Oh, bitch, it's you. (laughs) You be gay, honey. So now that I sort of calibrated my gaydar and it's on, I can pick them out a little bit better. But once in a while, I'll still be surprised. But mm-hmm. yes, my gaydar
0: is much better. I think it's interesting because in New York City, you see so many gay guys, mm-hmm. but and people are like, "Where are the lesbians?" And I'm like, "I think you just don't realize it that those two girls drinking coffee together are together."
1: Yeah, you don't realize it, and like so many of like the cool, edgy like there's such a cool lesbian community that is like so not seen by oh, most people. Yeah. And like a lot of those edgy girls in leather jackets, hanging out, looking sexy, those are my people. Yeah. So like,
0: I'm proud. What's funny <laughs> is my friend, one of my friends who's lesbian, moved from Arkansas, and she was like, "The lesbians are too cool here." Like, in New York. Yeah. She was like, "I, I don't, I'm intimidated by all of them with their like cool hats and like." Some of them are super cool. <laughs> yeah. Once you to tu- once you tune in, you'll see them. I love that you use the word "tune in" because life is literally. It's like if you're thinking about food all the time, you're clouded by food and you'll miss all these signs. Mm-hmm. If you're single and just looking for a man, you might miss signs of like other opportunities of friends. Absolutely. So it's really your perspective. So how many, do you feel like girls can tell that you're gay? I,
1: I don't know. I mean, I think if anyone can tell that I'm gay, it would be women. Men, oh, oh. my God. <laughs> I have said- No chance. I'll tell men, I'm gay i date women i'm not and they'll be like so to so go? no they'll be like so you you want to get a drink you have a boyfriend like they don't like it doesn't work oh
0: they think you're fucking with them
1: i don't know what it is they don't hear it they don't get it it's so unfathomable
0: but it's also unattractive for them not to like receive what you're saying and I, to like process it
1: so do men have any idea no do
0: women sometimes
1: maybe when i like when they hear me talk about stuff and i'm like not I'm open about things and they'll mm-hmm. be like, oh, I guess that means she's fucking that girl. I'm like, you know, I don't, so, but I don't, I don't know. You have Why a, do I come off as gay immediately to you?
0: No. No. That's my, like, I did, I'm very, a very good gaydar because I'm like, I can tell the energy of guys towards me mm-hmm. and I can tell when a guy is like pure, not that every guy wants to fuck me, but I could tell when a guy would never ever fuck me like would <laughs> never even be like she has a nice ass
1: how do you have any guy who's disgusted by you
0: gay guys oh well
1: pfft, most misogynistic community on the planet so
0: that's how I test if guys are, I have a,
1: a oh so your gaydar is just telling if someone hates you and it's yeah because
0: they're gay <laughs> actually I've won like it always works little devils anyone's listening this is how you test if a guy's gay or not the problem is, if it doesn't work, you're kind of fucked, but if it does work, you know he's gay. So after hanging out, you just quickly go, love you, bye. And if he immediately goes, love you, he's gay. And if he st- stops for a second and seems weirded out, even if he says, love you back, he's straight. I would
1: I would agree with that, except for the fact that my
0: sisters have some of these dumb
1: friends, these dumb fratty little bitch boys from mm-hmm. schools like Wisco, mm-hmm. when they're like, love you, love you, bye. I hate these guys. Ew. I know, but honestly, it's don't a good, throw the L it, word
0: around like that.
1: It's a good. It's a good test because even if they're not gay, if they say because if
0: they like you and it's like a first or like if, it's you a know good when test. You, you don't have a great conversation with a gay guy. Mm-hmm. At the end, you're like, "Love you," and they're like, "I fucking love you so much." Yeah, we're like a straight guy. When I have a great conversation with, if I say "love you," he will be like, "Oh, she's about to burn my house down." Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's how I deal with things. Yeah, um, I want to. Play our first game. Okay. Because you're kind of killing it. We're kind of vibing. Oh my God. So it's time to bring you darker into the depths. And it's called Heaven or Hell. Okay, let's do it Heaven or Hell? Heaven or Hell, breakfast for every meal.
1: Heaven, probably. I like breakfast, I like pancakes. Mm-hmm. This is a world though, again, I'm not thinking about calories. Yeah. So I would do pancakes, I would do bacon,
0: sausage siege on my
1: everything bagel Ooh, i
0: mean i like breakfast i'm a breakfast person for okay sure. good because you can also do sweet and salty i don't know what kind of main acts wouldn't do breakfast oh my god sweet and salty i love do you and with crohn's does that mean like your digestive system's just fucked up i guess i don't know i have like inflammation
1: in my stomach and i just like kind of like shit myself on the subway that's basically what it means what do you have to okay.
0: do to prevent it
1: um, I take certain medications oh. and I try different medications and I try different,
0: you know, probiotics. See, and... I shit myself all the time, but I think it's just anxiety. That could be, you might have IBS.
1: IBS. Not IBD. you do have IBS.
0: Oh, I don't know. I just like, I have a really high fast metabolism. Like I eat and it just come, goes through me. Mm-hmm. Um, this is important information about mm-hmm. me. Um, and then like whenever I'm nervous about anything, like I just have diarrhea. That's definitely IBS. That's fine. Oh, my God. Now I can identify with another community. Yeah. <laughs> this is so fun. <laughs> okay, anyone who IBS, please DM me. Um, okay, heaven or hell, you can hear people's thoughts. Hell, I don't
1: want that at all. I don't fucking want that. Okay, you
0: don't have to yell at me. I don't Do you want that? <laughs> no, I'm already trying to manage my own thoughts. Oh, my God. And I would hate everyone because everyone's probably like like it's like ew what is she wearing ew i know high. some
1: people in like grade school they would choose that as a superpower like mind reader i'm like mind reader ew. you don't want to hear my mind my mind fucking hates you Do you know what i
0: hated though when people were like i want to fly i'm like dude we already can't fly like why would you want to fly i know
1: but it, i get it i get it I i understand that one a little bit more but yeah we can fly i'd rather like time travel than fly i don't want to time travel i would like to teleport instantly teleport
0: I'll get I guess you do faster. save a lot of stuff. Do you really want to do more stuff though? Yeah, I need to because I have anxiety. Do you feel like I f- they say everyone who's successful has to have a certain level of anxiety to perform at their best? Uh-huh. That's true. So, thank your anxiety sometimes. Be like, "Hey, I
1: I know. I, thank I am you. thankful for how it fuels me." occasionally
0: because you're like me we both don't have a nine to five anymore mm-hmm. are you like diligent with your schedule to be productive or it gets all over the place
1: it's like you have those chunks in your schedule yep. where you're like i'm busy and then in the free time you're like i'm gonna do all these things and then you just like end up like you know like watching housewives and then like jerking off like what's yeah, your like, <laughs> yeah
0: what's your um favorite housewife oh my god i mean I'm about Beth- such a Bethany Frankel fan. I just started watching Real Housewives of New York from the beginning because I never had. Oh man! And now I get God. why people like her. I
1: mean, Hannah, she's like so informative for like humor, and like you're gonna love her. I mean, yeah. she's just gonna like she's amazing and to see
0: her growth when she was like trying to even come up with a logo for her like cooking business oh my god and you were like girl you keep pushing because it's gonna be worth it you keep fighting about that logo
1: i mean this this season of new york and then we'll get off it because i know you don't watch is so amazing and like shout like luann has stolen the show with her insanity really
0: do i have to watch it from the beginning to appreciate this season no okay good um summer house is next for you right yeah okay good um. Next, heaven or hell? Mm-hmm. Going on vacation alone? Hell. Oh, you like people?
1: It's not about. I, I like being alone, but I want one person there.
0: Cause then you will get stuck with your thoughts. Yeah.
1: So I need one person.
0: You are. You're similar to me, but you do have like. You can be a little like. Are you Cancer?
1: No, Virgo. What
0: are you? Virgo. I am actually Virgo Moon. I'm a Virgo Moon too. I'm a double Virgo. Oh, I'm Virgo Moon, Scorpio rising. And Leo, son.
1: What? There's too
0: many. I don't understand. Yeah, I'm a Leo. Okay, you're a Leo. So I'm loud. So I like people who are kind of like okay with the quiet. That's like me. And then it allows me to be quiet. Like the people I'm closest with, I'm the least loud. Yeah. Is your what's your girlfriend like? She's an Aries. Ooh. She is not
1: like me. She is very good for me. Why? Like she um. She, I don't feel that she has a lot of anxiety. She's, she's chill. She's so chill. I love that. I can't even explain to you the level of chill that this girl is.
0: Because you spend so much time with a person. I don't care how fucking hot they are or how nice their tits are or their dick. It's about how their energy bonds with your energy. Oh, my
1: God. If I've ever met someone in my life who wants to make me sore, it is my girlfriend. She is like she is not she's like my my partner in like a team. Like she wants the best for me. She wants to help me. Mm-hmm. She's
0: chill. And she's she's behind the scenes in her job, right? Like she's, she-
1: she's Zen. She works at a tech company.
0: Yeah. She does design. She paints.
1: Mm-hmm. She has her. But own you're both life. creative. Yeah, we're both creative, but like I'm uptight and anxious and like need to be funny. And she like is so sure of herself. She's like all inked up. Like she's just Ooh. like
0: cool i love that because i need to be funny too so when you're around someone who doesn't need to be you're like isn't teach that, me your ways. isn't that the best thing in the world and then because when you're with other people who you know are like are you even funny you're like yeah yeah, yeah i'll perform i'll perform and you have fun but you don't want to be performing when it's 10 p.m on a sunday totally you just want to chill also it's important to find out like the demons and the person you're dating too like because i've been in relationships where i'm like wait 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 this dude's depressed Mm. And that's why I'm starting to feel depressed and I can't change his depression. It's affecting me. Yeah. So like, it's important that the person has the right kind of demons for your demons. Yeah. Not that she doesn't. Ha- she probably has other demons. Totally. But not But mine. not yours. Yeah. Our next heaven and hell, mm-hmm. you get really fucking famous, but it's from a sex tape.
1: I- I'll take that. That's fine. I'll take
0: that. <laughs> heaven. She's
1: like, S- where's the
0: that's I'll sign fine. right now? That's
1: completely fine. Who else has had that happen? Kim Kardashian, net worth of four hundred million dollars, doing whatever she wants. Married to Kanye West, three hundred million dollars. That's nearly one billion dollars. I will take the sex tape. I don't care. Fuck yeah. Then you do whatever you want. You produce whatever project you want. You write whatever you want. I just want
0: independence and also like money. It's almost twenty twenty. Um, people fuck. Yeah, people fuck. It people over fuck. It. Dating someone who's smarter than you. Heaven, for sure.
1: I can't. I hate dumb people. <laughs> I seriously hate dumb people. It's like, oh my god, they're good for like some, you know, some <laughs> stuff like filler,
0: but like, oh man, like I always say, now that I'm getting older with dating, I want to be fascinated with how someone's mind works. Yeah, I want to be able to think of something and look across the room and know that like they at least get what I'm thinking.
1: Oh my god, like, that's have you seen? Magic. Have you seen Frances Ha? No, you know, the moment in the there's, there's a mo- moment in the movie. She's like, you know, like when you're at a party and you just like look at someone across the room and like you're in your own little party. And they're that person has your but that's this whole scene. It's like, describing this exact emotion.
0: Oh, that's the one like I that's when I know relationships are over is when someone does something annoying and I look at my person and they don't know that it's annoying. And I'm like, okay. I can't do this shit. That's fucked up. Like, like, I hate that. Selfish of them. I know. and But you want to date someone who's smart, but you
1: don't want to date someone who's so pretentious or arrogant. I hate oh, arrogance. Oh, no, no, no.
0: Also, I'm like, clearly, I, I don't love using big words. I'm not trying to show off any kind of intelligence that I have or don't have. So, like, someone who, how we need to be funny, I don't need someone to show me how smart they are all the time. I'm like, honestly, I just care about, I don't care about knowing anything. Mm-hmm. If I didn't know anything, I'd be fine.
1: Yeah. I'd probably
0: be happier if I didn't know anything. Me too. Let's be honest. Um, you're killing the game and now we're going to end with the seven deadly sins. Okay. All right, how are you feeling though? I want to check in with you. So good. You're thriving.
1: I feel like it's just in such an easy conversation and like I really, really like vibe with kind of your thoughts on things and I've always felt this about you, but this has kind of crystallized that for me. Oh my God. I love crystals. Oh my God. <laughs> She's dumb. <laughs> okay. Crystals. Seven deadly sins.
0: What are you greedy about? Money.
1: I just want, I want to make a lot of money. And I And stand a, up is
0: not one of those gigs that no. you start off with.
1: So I hustle really hard to make money. I don't know if greedy is the right word, but I maybe that's envy then. I'm envious about money. What am I greedy about? Love. I want more people to laugh at me, give me more laughs. I can't get enough. Accomplishments. Mm. I don't know. The normal mm. shit, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's not good enough. What I'm getting, I want more, but not in a fucked up way. But that's like an
0: anxious emotion in itself. That like you need more. Like it's anxious anxiety is when you're just sitting there and you're like, I don't know what I forgot, but I forgot it, and I'm anxious about it. Totally. Or like I don't know what I need, but I need it. Mm -hmm. I feel like happiness is not the moments like the comedy seller passing you. Happiness is sitting down and feeling like fulfilled out of nothing. I mean, fucking Buddha right
1: here. It's like a sense of relief. That's where I want to get. That's where I want to get.
0: I feel like you're close. Honestly, I'm in kind of an alignment right now.
1: You're feeling really good, right? I can tell. You're just in a good place. I'm in a good place. Things (laughs) are going well. You feel like you're on your path,
0: right? It's funny because I started this podcast when I was fucked up. Yeah. And through it, then I started feeling better and I was like, fuck, I have this podcast about being fucked up and I'm feeling good. And then I realized that doesn't mean that means like you just keep you keep growing and you keep getting further and you also become more insightful, yeah. Because you're like, wait, I was in this dark place and I got out of it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Who are you envious of?
1: Who am I envious of? Um, uh, it's. I wish I could stop talking about comedy. It's so annoying. it's, no, it's just okay. was on my mind. I talk about I'm, tennis
0: twenty four seven. I mean,
1: I, I guess when I th- when I hear the question, "Who am I envious of?" I immediately think of whose career I would like to have. Mm-hmm. So I think about someone who is doing comedy and is able to kind of, like, they're in a place where they are financially secure and they can, like, write what they want and they can be in film and they can do what they're doing. So, I mean, Amy Schumer obviously, like, took off mm-hmm. and she's now able to, like, do whatever project she wants, which is insane. I love people like Jenny Slate. I think Jenny Slate's awesome. Yeah. And, like, she does cool cool things that not everyone does. Yeah, I mean, Sarah Silverman's, like, my person.
0: You kind of look like her. Thanks. I think she's cute. Except... Like her forehead. Except her <laughs> forehead's bigger. I'm just kidding. <laughs> She's like, ah, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, do you think these people are happy though?
1: I think, I don't know if they're happy. I, um, isn't that weird? I'm like, I want to, I don't know if they're happy.
0: Who the fuck is happy? Good question. I think like. I don't know, man. I just, when I was younger, I would see like the difference in people's successes. Can I eat
1: this or is it going to be too loud on the podcast?
0: Just um, chew right. it away from the mic. I'm not
1: going to eat that. That was a no. That's just so you know it's a polite no.
0: <laughs> I'm like, just literally go outside the room and yeah, eat it. Yeah, that was a no. <laughs> um, I would see people like LeBron James or like, you know, Chelsea Handler. And I'm like, oh,
1: Chelsea Handler, great call. I fucking love Chelsea Handler. She's miserable, right?
0: Miserable. But I'm like, their lives can't be that much happier than us like there can't be that kind of difference in humankind and then i realized like oh it's actually they could be less happy but i thought when you were younger that i was like lebron james is the king of every just because he's the king of basketball doesn't mean he's the king of being a husband or like his own mind his own demons yeah what are you gluttonous about so this is different than greedy gluttonous is like what do you overindulge in god i probably tv oh really yeah but i feel like you have to consume TV because it's like, it's almost a little bit of inspiration for like what's going on in pop culture and like-
1: Yeah, like TV and like my phone, like I wanna get off my phone a bit. That is like, I'm it's like good enough with like going on and checking and-
0: Oh, it's a full on drug addiction. Yeah, so that's, that's what I need to cut, out, cut back on. But then do you feel like you're not active on Instagram and like it's- Yeah, it's a double-edged sword. What am I supposed to do? we we'll just watch Bravo when you get anxious. Honestly, through my breakup, Vanderpump Rules like got me through it. Is that true? Yeah, like at night I was I would go home after work because at work I was good. When I'm working, I'm not like depressed. Yeah. But then after work, you're like alone. And I was like, I need to go watch these people whose lives are fucking insane. And they started to feel like my like fucked up friends. And yeah. I just would like live in their world. Yeah. And sometimes you have to check out a little to then check back in with yourself.
1: I know, but sometimes after I watch a ton of television, I just sit there and I'm like, oh my God, you're such a sack of lazy shit.
0: Yeah yeah it's both it's a healthy balance a healthy what balance we you guys yes if you've been listening uh-huh. my little devils also screenshot i love when people screenshot um,
1: if someone doesn't screenshot this and tag my name i'm gonna like
0: kill myself lose it okay so let's s- let's you know their lives on the line right guys
1: now. screenshot this and tag my name in it so i can feel like i did like At I need Ellie that
0: colbert with a k A-L-I-K-O-L-B-E-R-T. Say something that was good. Yeah. And then also, and like, if you write a quote that's even better, like, prove it that you actually listened and you didn't just scream. We don't believe you. And like, I'm going to repost it because I need to show people that people listen to me. I'm going to
1: repost it too.
0: Yeah. Anyway, when was the last time you experienced extreme wrath besides just now? Wrath? Anger. Um... Are you like a little firecracker?
1: I get really angry. I scream into pillows. The first I thought that time, was just a thing
0: people did in movies. No,
1: the first time I did it, I did the first time I screamed into a pillow was like a week ago, because I wanted to scream really loudly. I was really annoyed with something. What and, happened? And then some stupid thing with like people that I know, <laughs> with work stuff, and I took a pillow and I screamed really loudly into it. And it's amazing—you can't hear it when you scream into a pillow.
0: Cool. It's like crying in a shower. No one knows. Yeah,
1: I I don't need a shower. I cry wherever. <laughs> You ever see a woman crying on the street in New York? That Always. means you're in New York, right? Always. Always. Woman crying, it's so sad. And you just
0: like walk past them, and I'm like, that'll be me tomorrow, so I can't judge. Right. When was the last time this is hard? When was the last time you let your pride get in the way of something? This
1: is a hard one. This is the hardest. Do one. Did people answer this one?
0: Everyone struggles. I should probably send it to people beforehand to think. So,
1: can but you like, give me an example of you? You
0: like summer house. There, there's a lot of like funny shit that I did that didn't make the cut. And instead of being, like, upset about it, I was like, check yourself. This is such a great thing just because you didn't get, like, the labia joke in that you made that you thought was genius. I did this show, Bring the Funny, and I was in L.A. and I
1: taped it for, like, three weeks. And they the part that they showed was, like, 50 seconds long. And, like, I had, like, a five-minute set. I had, like, an intro package I taped. None of that aired. I was frustrated. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's pride, though. I felt like
0: maybe similar to your labia joke, an injustice has been done. <laughs> you can't let your pride affect like your performance later. Like I'm not going to show up at somewhere else and be like, oh, no one liked the labia joke. I basically, last year, <laughs> I was Lindsay Hubbard. Hey, I'm here with the labia joke, motherfuckers. <laughs> I love how I turned so Brooklyn like uh-huh. a mafia. You, you lost my labia joke? Where'd it go? Where'd, it go, Where'd it huh? go? Where's Where'd your go? best friend? Where'd can't he go? It? He's not here. You're alone. You're with me. You're going to be swimming with the can't fishes. Can't find my
1: labia joke. but you can't find my clit either. <laughs>
0: okay. What happened is this girl, Lindsay, kind of came up to me at one point and said, like, "You're you need to be more feminine. It's a whole thing. Is she a producer? No, she just uh, she's one of my castmates. She's in the house with me, and I basically—that's really fucked up. I know, and I basically said in one of my interviews, I said, "What do I have to do, slap her in the face of my lady? We had to show how that I'm a woman." Um, I thought it was genius.
1: Yeah, I mean, I have I take lots of issue with people
0: critiquing how other people present, and also like my she dyed her hair blonde she has fake tits like she's done things to be like the idealistic so she doesn't need to project feminine. herself are you guys friends i mean we're up and down but yeah she was projecting her own insecurities onto me where i like really don't care that much about how i look i'd want to make people laugh and that's my own issue i mean
1: and let me just say really quickly before i know you have to I don't no know, we're do good gamer we're good we're good <laughs> That That is one of the reasons why I so admire you and I think that you are having such success from the show is because you are so authentic. Thank you. Truly. I have hung out with you at work. I've hung out with you in an apartment. i have doing this with you every time. I'm not like, which hand am I going to get? <laughs> like, you are chill. You are yourself. You are Thank casual you. and you're honest. And that's what's funny. And that's what people relate to.
0: I think I've also learned that, like, when I was younger, I tried to vibe with everyone and I would kind of change myself or try really hard to make everyone like me. Mm-hmm. And now I realize like if everyone's liking you, you're not being yourself. Totally. So when I do find people like you who I vibe with, I embrace being comfortable. Mm-hmm. I don't, I'm don't. i not like, let's try to get her to like me more. I'm just like, let's vibe in the comfort of this because mm-hmm. it's you don't not everyone's like that. Some people. Not everyone has fake tits, Lindsay. <laughs> I can't wait for you to watch. <laughs> Lindsay and I have had ups and downs. Oh my god, I need to watch. This is the final question. Okay. When was the last time you lusted over someone? I've
1: lusted over someone?
0: Yeah, like do you have a celeb crush or like some hot guy? Or oh girl my god. The
1: wait, who did I just? I always. This is a thing in my life. Who did I just lust over? There was someone recently I really wanted to. Oh my god, I'll tell you. So, celebrity wise, Sophia
0: Bush. Oh, she's stunning.
1: Because, first of all, her voice sounds like she smokes seven packs of cigarettes. <laughs> she's like, hey, everybody, it's me, Sophia Bush. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> sliding off my chair. Um, <laughs> she, uh, I saw her in that episode of Easy, and she is just so fucking sexy. And mm-hmm. I was talking about this on Bill Brunch the other day. I was like, do you ever really want to have sex with someone so badly that like you get sad?
0: and you're just so sad you can't have sex with them like that's sad it's honestly selfish that the universe worked in the way that like you can't fuck sophia bush right now i know, who are i'm curious who you're lusting over oh so i said i like lust over justin trudeau but then okay. someone told me that like he's not as good as the media makes him seem mm-hmm. so i still want to fuck him mm-hmm. um because that makes him more interesting to me mm-hmm. i just like that he's older and like Apparently he's a feminist and he like used to be a boxer i love it and he he like knows things i don't know because he's canadian yeah. so i like learn about maple syrup and stuff
1: do you know um that guy who writes game of- did you watch game of thrones yeah you know the guy who writes game of thrones david yeah you know how he's married to um amanda pete
0: oh I, amanda pete's hot too
1: the i literally have a picture of the, this couple saved to my phone I want to watch these two have sex so badly.
0: The writer of Game of Thrones hot is hot. You fucking wait.
1: Wait, wait till you see the two of them together. (sighs) To me, this is everything. (laughs) You're like them as a synergy.
0: I don't know
1: why they're so hot to me. They both have like, look at
0: them. Oh yeah, they both have intense facial structures. He is
1: like intensely masculine, She's... and she is intensely feminine. And they both have these like sort of like
0: angular Greek god like faces. Yes, and I want. to I feel to watch like they could they live love. in any era and be hot. Oh yeah, they I mean, they're. Who is what? What? Also, I think I like Justin Trudeau. Back to Justin Trudeau because I feel like young guys are like so easily fuckable. Mm-hmm. Obviously, he's married, but if he wasn't married, mm-hmm. it's like I'd have to work for him to notice me. I'd have to be like. So how's Canada? I don't know. <laughs> what guy would you how's fuck? How's Canada? What guy would I fuck? God. Who's your celeb guy crush? Um,
1: I mean, honestly, that stupid Game of Thrones guy. <laughs> Wait, but I have another guy that I was just thinking about. When I also I'm so like sweet. Channing Tatum. I hate Channing Tatum, that hot dog looking motherfucker. Oh! <gasps> You might as well just make up make you, out with a Hebrew national. But There's you,
0: nothing going on. Okay, there. when he shaves his head, yes, but like when he did that grind move in Magic Mike when he's like ner, 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 and he's like his knees are like I don't know what he was doing, I was like, I could watch him do that forever. Wow, I don't feel that way. Do you watch Euphoria? No, but I know who's like in it like Jacob Alordi okay he's I was, like
1: a hyper masculine abuser in it and yeah. i
0: am so into him he you looks, should talk to your therapist about he that. looks so hot in it do you watch big little lies yeah do you like the abusive husband oh my god yeah Alexander, Skarsgård, alexander Skarsgård. i actually saw him in new york city and i was like alexander Skarsgard. i was like i want you to choke me and also zoe kravitz well yes zoe kravitz How is fucking, like kravitz, hot to everyone i think but her mom her vibes are like my
1: girlfriend's vibes
0: okay chill now hand i want to fuck your girlfriend
1: i mean Zoe. Should I, is wait this should hot? i get
0: hand tattoos
1: i mean i think it's cool
0: because like my friends have hand tattoos and i feel like oh i'll look like a sixth grader who like pen exploded on their you hand are,
1: i'm looking at you right now i'm going to tell you something you're two weeks away from getting a hand tattoo. shut the
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay ali colbert you are a dream i'm so happy you came on i'm but, thank you you guys if you like burning in hell Please subscribe. Please leave a review, screenshot it, DM me. Let's fucking do this because we're getting some momentum, but everything helps from you guys. Follow Allie. Allie Colbert, A-L-I-K-O-L-B-E-R-T, Instagram and Twitter. And her stuff is so funny. Her videos, her tweets. She's just a little genius running around in our presence. Um, Thanks for coming to hell, guys, and I'll talk to you later. Bye, little devils. Bye, guys. (laughs) Ha <laughs>